Humans, 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 humans. It's Black Friday. I'm recording this on Black Friday, November 24th. That is a Friday. If the mic sounds a little scratchy, it's because I'm doing this remote, baby. Okay? The emotions here, the emotion you're used to is here, the vitriol, the happiness, the glee. You guys tune in for the glee. The glee is still here, but perhaps my tones are not as rich. Perhaps there's a little more of a tinny sound. But we're going to get through it because, hey, this is how we're doing it. It's a holiday weekend. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you all. Of course, you didn't. If you listen to this podcast on Friday morning, you're getting it late because I'm recording this late. It's it's already evening. Uh, not even evening. It's night on Black Friday. But here I am. Here you are. Here we are. The Sydney Hollow Show continues to exist. We're here. We're figuring it out. You know, I've said this before. I apologize. I, I, I'm just, I'm continually saying I'm sorry. That's on my right hand. That's on my left hand. That's me nailing myself to the cross. I apologize, humans. I'm late again, but I'm doing my best, and I appreciate you, and I love being here. And one of my favorite things about being on this whole planet Earth is recording into this microphone. It's recording to you. So here we are. We have a lot to cover. <sighs> There's a lot to cover. First of all, we have some great listener line submissions. We're going to hear from Pat in Chicago. We're going to hear from Celeste in Park City. And, you know, the last few weeks I've been talking about what is life post-Halloween? Do we even say Thanksgiving time anymore? I mean, did any, anyone ever say Thanksgiving time? But do we – it's just like we jump. We jump. We know the malls jump. We know Home Depot jumps. We know – Whoever jumps. Some people decorate for Thanksgiving. In fact, full disclosure, I just had a pint in a pub that was still decorated for Thanksgiving. And I loved it. Now, it's now today is the Friday after Thanksgiving. So if you've converted to Christmas, I also love that too. But I've said it before. There's a war on Thanksgiving. And so these submissions, of course, were earlier this week, so we're still covering Thanksgiving on this episode. Listen, did I already listen to some Christmas music today? Of course. <clears throat> but we're covering the issues at all. And this podcast will be around next year. So we're going, we're rounding out Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving because we're going to consider this topic next year anyway. So we're going to hear from Celeste in Park City and Pat in Chicago. Now, I mentioned it before, but that Home Depot, they do Christmas, you know. They do Christmas like the minute Halloween comes out of someone's mouth, they do Christmas. But also Home Depot has that guy, that guy with that voice, that guy with that voice that makes you feel bad. For not being a doer. This is the season for doing. I'm the Home Depot guy. 
Are you a doer? Did you get out of bed early this morning to be a doer? Well, I want to talk about that Home Depot guy. Of course, humans were living in climate collapse. Some people say climate change. Some people say global warming. Some people say, well, I'm a Christian. This doesn't matter. Well, whatever you believe, I say climate collapse. So I want to talk a little bit about celebrities that love Formula One. That's totally weird for you. And of course, Thanksgiving Day. Three NFL games. Three NFL games. Of course, if you're a football fanatic. This is the day after Thanksgiving. I'm recording this, of course. But if you're a football fanatic, you watched some football yesterday. There were three games. There was Lions-Packers. There was Cowboys-Commanders. There was Seahawks-49ers. Three games, three rugs. And... Why, why not? Today was the first ever NFL Black Friday NFL game. Another rug. So three games, three rugs on Thanksgiving. Four games, four rugs to start the weekend. I'll say it. I'll say it. In the 80s, I would have hated me. I, I don't know if I hate me or not these days. But I'm somewhat of a couch potato. I watch television to escape the indoors, to be taken somewhere else. When I watch TV, I I don't know. I don't want to also feel like I'm inside again. Yet, I watched three NFL games take place on a carpet. Then today I watched another NFL game take place on a carpet. If I'm sitting on my couch inside, I want to see some real grass. I watched the Masters. In early April, because it's freezing in New York still. And I'm like, oh, it's springtime in Georgia. I feel like I'm outside. I don't feel like I'm outside. On Thanksgiving Day, three of the games were indoors. Excuse me. Three of the games were on rugs. Two of the games indoors, one outside. But all on rugs. Cool. And then today, another game on a rug. I want to see it. Hello. I'm a consumer. I'd like to see a game outside. (sighs) Humans, I'm trying to inhale as hard as I can so I can exhale and sigh. (gasps) As hard as I can. Amazon is going after the elderly. With a old ladies buying butt pads to sled on ad. So Amazon, targeting the elderly. You can be young again. You can buy a butt pad to put on a sled. You know I hate Amazon. And like, (laughs) fine. I would be more incensed about this commercial. Of course, I'm uh, introducing it here in the intro. I would be more incensed about this commercial if I hadn't seen a commercial literally right after this weekend. Chevrolet, now formal, 
Chevrolet. Now, formally known as Chevy, has decided that dementia is a good marketing tool. So I was going to be mad about Amazon marketing towards the elderly with butt pads on plastic sleds. But Amazon gets a gets a free pass this weekend because Chevrolet, excuse me, now formally marketed as Chevy, has chosen the dementia angle. Hey, why not, man? This planet's going to blow up in flames any day now from, you know, our closest star. So, why, dude, why not go scorched earth? Why not just, like, act like a Chevy is going to cure dementia? Humans, we're going to get there. That's your breakdown. Oh, 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 wait a minute. The Hess truck is back. The Hess truck's back. And we're ba 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 gonna Hess truck this year. The Hess truck's here. Of course, if you know, there's gas stations called Hess. They they have like a truck you can purchase. Now, we didn't have Hess trucks or Hess <laughs> in the South when I was growing up. But because we went up to New Jersey, to my grandmother's house for Christmas quite a bit, somehow getting a Hess truck now and then was part of my Christmas. And then BP had like a BP truck at one point, blah, 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 blah. Long and short of it, there's still like the annual Hess truck. Come to Hess, buy the Hess truck. Well, the new Hess truck (laughs) is also a problem. <laughs> so much positivity here, humans, on the evening of Black Friday. All right, well, let's crank it up. Crank it up. Crank it out. Um, and let, let's, uh, let, let's actually have a laugh. Let's have a quick laugh. Humans, last week I was at a sports bar. So, a sports bar, minding my own business. Having a fried chicken sandwich, add buffalo sauce, add fries. Having a Coors Light, watching the Tennessee Volunteers play. And, you know, I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm a one. I'm a one, you know. I'm a single. So then if you're by yourself, sometimes people will edge in on either side of your shoulder to order. That's fine. That's the way it goes. (laughs) And I hear someone over my shoulder, a masculine person. And they were like, hey, dude, I'll do a bucket. What do you want? Bucket of high noon. Bucket of high noon. Humans, that's what I call toxic unmasculinity. (laughs) Now, is that popular to say? No. Will that come back to haunt me? Maybe. But is it not true? Is it like this dude, you know, typical... Typical bro. Bucket of high noon. I'll tell you, my bro days. Bucket of Coors Light, dude. Bucket of Coors Original, if they had it. Bucket of Bud Heavy, Bud Red. (laughs) 
But you know, maybe this is where we are. Maybe this is the world of inclusion. You know, here I am judging. Here I am saying this is toxic unmasculinity. But maybe this is the point of it. Is it like 15 years ago when I was a bro, this guy would have ordered over my shoulder and ordered a bucket of Bud Reds, Bud Heavies, just because he thought he had to be tough. Just because he thought he had to be a man's man. And now he's like, I'm a guy in a fucking t-shirt and some slacks and a football hat. But I know what I want. I want a low-calorie, non-beer, seltzer that's liquor-infused. You know, I hit the weights, hit the tread. I don't want to undo that while I watch football for a few hours. So maybe in another world, maybe in 2008, this guy would have felt pressured in having butt heavies. But maybe he's more comfortable now in 2023 saying, I'd like a bucket of high noons. I want Dave Portnoy's drink, por favor. And I guess this makes me sound a little backward. This makes me sound a little untimely, a little not with it, a little judgy, a little, Sid, you need to move on, man, because the rest of us have, but I can't help but say it. That, my friend, is toxic unmasculinity. <laughs> Six high noons, please. <laughs> toxic unmasculinity, humans. Okay. So humans, you know I hate the Home Depot guy. You know I hate their mantra. You need to be doing. It's all about doing. This is what doers do. Doers. Are you a doer? I hate the Home Depot app. I hate their I, the app. I hate their mantra. I hate the deal. It's like, dude. Like... <sighs> Hey, man, do you want to enjoy your weekend? Well, I'm not going to let you because I'm going to make you feel guilty about not doing more. But I heard this commercial recently, humans. Let's just hear it, and then I want to talk to you about the part that I would like to dissect. Here we go. Those new tiles are falling right into place until you run out of, what are those called again? Oh, right. Depot app is made for doing that doesn't miss a beat. What are those called again? You know, humans, it's the one time, it's the one time we will hear the Home Depot guy be folliable. Suddenly, he doesn't know something, because usually he's the expert. You're the place where doer, we're the place where doers come to get things done, you know? But finally... He's folliable. Finally, he doesn't know something. Finally, he's, dare I say, human. He's like, what are those called again? What are those called again? And so humans, like, I'm so shocked at this guy's humanity because, like, they, they are inhuman. Home Depot's agenda is to make us feel badly for not doing. Are you a doer? Are you a doer for making us not feel like we're doing all the time? 
And so I just want to almost like, like feed this guy a line or like a scenario, you know, like, cause like in the commercial, it's like some stupid guys like tiling something. And then it's like a little thing that goes between pieces of tile to keep them spaced out correctly. And he's like, uh, 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 what are those called again? What are those called again? So I almost want to like answer his question. And then we're left to like visualize what it is he's looking at. Um, let's take it from here. What are those called again? A Prince Albert. <laughs> like I just, he was like, just like I was just trying to think of like what, like, because <laughs> he's just so bewildered, you know. He's bewildered, but it's like pandering because they're just like. Oh, let's come up with something that like a home projects guy wouldn't know what it is, but like a pro who shops at Home Depot. And I'm using the term pro to mean like a person who does, you know, construction for a living. Uh, so they, they probably had to find the perfect thing. So it's this dumbass thing that keeps tiles separated correctly. But then it's like you still make the weekend warrior look a little stupid. So it's like, what are those called again? But then I'm just like, yeah, you just, you're trying too hard. So it's almost like I want to picture this guy, this, this Home Depot know-it-all, fake alpha person. And I just want to picture him like staring at a penis with a piercing in it and being like, what are those called again? Dude, it's a Prince Albert. It's just a, it's a peanuts piercing. Like, move, move on, dude. Like, <laughs> have you ever been to Amsterdam before? What are those called again? Dude, it's a Prince Albert. Move, move on. It's just so pandering. It's just like they picked the perfect thing to have him be bewildered over. You know, it's. Now that's, now we talked about toxic unmasculinity. This is like, oh, yeah, of course, because if you ask the wrong question in a hardware store, you look like a moron. So let's show a guy tiling a bathroom, needing the most meaningless piece, and then have him being like, what's that called again? So humans, I encourage you. Let's let's send in listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Let's send in the, the, the thing that we think he's asking about. Send in the visual that we think he's asking about, you know, and then give the answer. In my case, I've said a Prince Albert, which as far as I'm led to believe is like a penis piercing, which I think is a funny thing for the Home Depot guy to be asking about. Because uh, it also means, this is what I like about it. It means you're standing maybe shoulder to shoulder certainly intimately enough for him to confide in you. You know, you're standing intimately enough for him to maybe confide in you a question that you don't want everyone to hear, which is the way you would ask a question in Home Depot. If you don't want everyone to hear, you say you don't know what a certain type of shingle is called because, you know, God forbid you just admit you're like someone who wants to work in their house and you're not a doer. So, like, I just love to picture that for some reason you're next to the Home Depot guy in a situation where you would see, like, a, 
like someone with a penis piercing, which humans, I got to say, I've never seen one in real life. I may not have even seen one in pornography, but I know they're called a Prince Albert. And I just think that's like the funniest, like, because he's just like, you're picturing, he's like, you're in a situation with the Home Depot guy where he's bewildered enough to actually confide in you that he's confused, which is what we're led to believe in this commercial. He's finally bewildered enough to confide in you that he's confused. What are those called again? Oh, man, I think it's called a Prince Albert. <laughs> so anyway, humans, if you would like to send in a scenario, you know, where the Home Depot guy is, like, actually being human, is actually being vulnerable and saying, like, what are those called again? You know, send it in. Send it in. Listener line at sydneyhollisshow.com. So... That's the Home Depot guy. Humans, you might notice I sound a little more rich. I sound a little more rich. It's a, Listen, it's a holiday weekend. I've already nailed myself up on the cross once in this episode. But if we've now moved on to Saturday. <laughs> I'm finishing this episode on Saturday. Listen, we're taking this show worldwide. But it's a choppy episode. But listen to how rich I sound. Listen to how rich I sound. We're back. It's Saturday. Now, of course, I was talking about three games, three rugs. You know, all three games on Thanksgiving Day, all three NFL games were played on rugs. And then the Black Friday game also played on a rug. And heck, if you're a college football fan, now the Michigan-Ohio State game is being played on a rug. It's like, what? (laughs) I might have to leave the house. To go see some natural grass. You'd think I could just flip around on the tube and watch some people play a game on natural grass, but no. Just a shiny plastic surface. Just what the world needs, more plastic. So humans, we, we kind of, we've covered this enough times. You get my frustration. So humans, it is still Thanksgiving weekend. And if you transition to Christmas, you know, because it's after Thanksgiving, I applaud you. I've listened to some Christmas music myself. But not to say that, you know, we just skip over, we just skip over Thanksgiving these days. And we, we all know this. This isn't a shock to anyone. But every, not everyone, there's a couple of wackos out there that talk about the war on Christmas. Well, if there's a war on anything, it's Thanksgiving. Corporations just move on past. Let's just have red. Let's have cinnamon spice all over the place. So we're going to get to the listener line about that, but before we do, and then we'll get to the Hess truck, but before we do, uh, I found something that's just completely, completely offensive uh, the other day, and it's a Chevrolet. You know, I was on this high horse yesterday. It's formally, 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 not formerly, formally known as Chevy. But I guess they've backed out of that. Maybe they're calling it Chevrolet again. They were like, there was a period of time a few years back when like Chevrolet ditched Chevrolet and was just Chevy. But it looks like they're Chevrolet again. Who can keep up? But they, and again, I was mad that Amazon is showing these like 80 year old ladies that are buying butt pads to get on their plastic sleds and go sledding. And I would have been so upset at that, at that. 
But I saw this Chevrolet commercial. And I saw it for the first time without the sound on. And I was just already like, oh, I know what this is. I know what this is, and I'm incensed. And wouldn't you know, they have a five-minute version of this. A five-minute version of this commercial. So let's... I'm going to play it, and I'm going to narrate in the quiet parts, and I think it's going to work just beautifully. Humans, I've only seen this ad twice. I saw it once when I saw it out of the corner of my eye when I was like listening to music, and I saw it, and I was incensed. And then I watched it when I uploaded the audio to this uh, pod. So I'm going to watch it again and narrate the quiet parts, and I think it's going to work out just fine. Let's Let's take it away. So it's a family coming into the house. The kids are trying to, like, say hi to her. She looks despondent. She's kind of staring off. Hope we got you a present. We hope you like it. Come on. How is she? Good days and bad love, but uh, the love is always there. That's the, of course, her husband More being bad asked days by. Good? Some days is when she doesn't even recognize me. I'm so sorry, Daddy. Now, humans, this is called a holiday to remember. The name of this ad, the name of this spot. Now, the Gen Z, maybe college-age girl who's dressed very indie, is like staring at her. Let's make today a good day. She kind of grabs. She's grabbing Grandma. Grandma's brittle. She's getting her out of the chair. Here comes the mom to see them out. She kind of notices out the corner of her eye. You need these, Tracy. Yes, Mom. And don't be too long. Okay, so we we're, we've been set up. The Grandma's not looking so good. She's looking. Oh, now they're in the garage. They're going to go for a drive. What's the Gen Z granddaughter doing? She's unveiling an old, classic, antique Chevy from under a tarp. Okay. Ready? The grandma's still not quite with it. She's just sort of getting in the truck, not looking. You know. Look at you. Now, humans, this commercial's offensive. As someone who had a grandmother with dementia, I'm personally offended by this commercial because we've had some, we had some Christmases like this. And this is not how it goes. Makes me happy. So now they're driving. John Denver. Some good lights is here, right? John Denver's playing on a C-track tape. Never seems to snow as much as it used to. Never seems to snow as much as it used to. That's rich coming from a car company. Oh, shakes from Bittersweet Cafe. I tell the oh, she made a noise. Saginaw. You were actually born in that house. Oh. Here's your old high school. Wish that I could wish now she's having memories of her husband. Like some Zapruder film-esque eight My millimeter footage. I'm not sure Mom ever forgave you for that. We put the whole lot of you in the back of this thing. Yeah. 
That's right. Me, Chris, Jeff, Phil. Jeff is a troublemaker. <laughs> They're pulling up to the empty drive-in theater. In my eyes can make me cry. Now Grandma knows the words to John Denver. She would have been pretty old already for John Denver. Graham says this is where he first kissed you. No. I kissed him. He was far too shy. Bill, I need to see Bill. Oh, he can't do the dinner alone. Would you look at that? The Gen Z indie granddaughter has snapped Almost Grandma out of her dimension. Suddenly she realizes Bill's at home. He can't do dinner alone. She's, she's in there. She's been in there the whole time. Comes Bill from the back of the house. Almost going into the truck. This is complicated because it is heartfelt. You are seeing these old people that we've now been conjured into believing. If you know she's got dementia and they're having their first present moment. Be careful. Watch your step. You got it. Now she's a little less brutal. All right. I have it. She's back. Dementia cured. She's gonna go in the house and be totally fine. A day. She's not scared, she's not confused. I'd give to you a day just like today. Happy holidays, Chevrolet. Humans, this commercial, I mean, you know, you know me. Sometimes I react to commercials because I just hate them because I, I you know, they, I don't like the way they're marketing towards us. This commercial I hate for like a million things. It's completely, completely manipulative. It's not how it goes. It's so, and, and, listen, I'm bearing my soul to you right now. As someone who had a grandparent, a grandmother actually, who had dementia and, and struggled in her later years. And at our family gatherings was, you know, so, uh, somewhat herself at times and then somewhat confused and, and saying some of the same things, you know, and, and mixing things up. And it's really sad. It's sad to live through. It's sad to see someone be like that. And, you know, everyone sort of has to deal with it in their own way. And, of course, I was a, just a grandson. I can't imagine what it was like for the children of this person to feel that way and you know we did little things that we learned like kind of making sure we used each other's names a lot so she would know where she was and and you know like they people say and it was true her long-term memory lasted a lot longer than her short-term memory but even that started to go in later years and it's very sad and i'm just i'm being frank right now because i've lived through this ad and this isn't how it goes. This isn't how it goes. And shame on you, Chevrolet. Shame on you, Chevrolet, for acting like this would work. Like acting like this 
really it's going to bring grandma back and she's going to suddenly have the best Christmas ever and she's so present. It's just not how it works. It happens on its own. But you're, you know, in, in our case, our grandmother would be at one of our homes and then get confused and think she was back at her home. You know? And us grandchildren took her for a drive at one time. And it went well, but then it also, she got scared at the end and confused. It, it doesn't just go like suddenly she's just driving through her small town again. And suddenly she's having these Zapruder film-esque memories of her husband and her town. And then she's going to just be spry and right back being to right back to being a, a fully participatory, present-minded person. It's just not how it works. Shame on you, Chevrolet. This may be the worst commercial I've ever seen. And I can't believe they made a five-and-a-half-minute version. Boy, it flies, though, doesn't it? They didn't feel like five and a half minutes. And the fact that the granddaughter, the indie Gen Z granddaughter, says, it doesn't snow as much, doesn't seem like it snows as much as it used to, or it doesn't snow as much as it used to. Boy, that is rich. That is rich. Coming from a company that pushes out combustion engines. <laughs> Wake up! Wake up. Seriously, humans, you know, carbon monoxide that comes out of cars is clear. You can't really see it. You know, of course, if you stare at a muffler, you can see the heat waves, you know. But you can't. And, of course, we make engines quieter. What would it be like, though? And I'm not the first person to come up with this. What would it be like if it would just looked like a campfire coming out of the back of every car? We, we might judge our neighbor a little more. We might judge ourselves a little more. We might judge the car companies a little more. We might judge the celebrities that lend their voice to car company voiceover commercials, wouldn't we? It doesn't snow as much as it used to. Gee, whose fault is that, Chevrolet? Well, they might say England and the Industrial Revolution. That's who. London. It's London's fault. But this, this, a holiday to remember. A holiday to remember is the title of the spot of the ad. Oh my God. The most offensive commercial I've ever seen. The most offensive commercial I've ever seen. Ugh. Happy holidays. Chevrolet. And so, humans, while we're talking about combustion engines and celebrities, boy, isn't it fun? You know, for some reason, F1 is cool now. I don't know, because, like, like, there was a Netflix about it or something. But celebrities that, like, <laughs> yeah, I hold celebrities to a little higher standard than your regular Tom, Dick, and Harry. Oh, I love F1. Oh, I'm into F1 now. I'm into soccer. I'm into F1. Dude. Yeah, auto racing, I mean, can be fun to watch. But, okay, the point of this, not the point, but the, the, the byproduct, the huge byproduct of auto racing is just burning fuel. 
Because they don't just race on the race day. I mean, they're like constantly driving these things to practice and get them right. Rubber for tires. But emissions, 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 emissions. Rubber for tires. Emissions. Celebrities that like F1. We should have a quilt of that, shouldn't we? Celebrities that like F1. Because they want to be cool. Celebrities want to like a sport that's a little alt. You know? Well, Taylor. Taylor likes football. But a lot of celebrities want to like a sports little alt. They want to like soccer these days. It's cool to like soccer these days. It's cool to like F1 these days. Man, it's so Euro. It's cool to like something that's, uh, you know, helping destroy the planet. You know, let's like... You know, emissions. Oh, they make our planets, planets like, what is the ozone weaker? I mean, the sun's going to fry us because of the emissions, the way this is all going down. And humans, your boy, is eating a lot less beef these days. Now, I'm not, I'm not all the way there yet. I am imperfect. I am voluble. I am with blame. But I'm eating a lot less beef these days, humans, because I heard. I heard. I'm a parrot right now, saying something and repeating it back. That, of course, the methane gas that cow herds give off is not good for the ozone. But also the amount of water it takes to water alfalfa, like the number one grass that cows eat, is like obscene. Is obscene. And we need water, humans. (laughs) You know, if you've watched the Ken Burns, newest Ken Burns documentary, The American Buffalo, and I encourage you to, humans. It's quite sad, but I encourage you to watch it. The way they treated the buffalo, you know, this species that had like 100 million, that got dwindled down to like 1,000 at one point. It's like the way we're treating planet Earth right now. Speaking of combustion, that's the sound of a moving truck backing up. You know, and it's like, oh, people regretted it once there was hardly any buffaloes left. Well, we're going to regret it when, you know, how many natural disasters out of season? How many, I don't know, climate collapse, humans. So thank you for the um, unrealistic expectations of a person with dementia having a holiday time with their family, Chevrolet. And also thank you for saying it doesn't snow as much as it used to. Thank you for pointing that out while people drive combustion engines right off the car lot. All right, humans, let's check in on the listener line. Uh, First, we have Celeste from Park City. Hey, Sid, it's your sister calling in. Just calling because I was at a party last night and uh, fell victim to the war on Thanksgiving. Um, At the party, there was a... Nice assortment of beers from a local brewery. And my friend and I saw a pumpkin beer. And we're both like, oh, we haven't really had our share of pumpkin beers yet this fall, this season. And so we decided to have one. And unknowingly to me, I sat down next to the owner of the brewery. We weren't at the brewery, but we were at a party and his beer was there. So uh, he was like, oh, I'm so glad you're drinking that pumpkin beer. Um, somebody's got to drink it or something like that. I was like, oh, oh, really? Like, uh, I don't know what I said. And then he said, yeah, pumpkin season's over. 
And I was like, it's not Thanksgiving yet. And he said, well, it's got to go. So there I was dealing with the war on Thanksgiving. Thought I'd let you know. Talk to you later. Bye, humans. Would you look at that? Thank you, Celeste. Would you look at that? So this, she, she sent that a few days before Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Talk about missing uh, missing it all. Missing the situation. Missing the consumer. There she is at a party, unbeknownst to her, sitting next to the owner of the brewery of the very pumpkin beer she was drinking. And the guy was like, oh, good. You're getting rid of those. Get rid of those. And it's like, dude. If the pumpkin's still being used as a decoration, then it's pumpkin season. Sure. I mean, this guy's lost, man. This guy is lost. This guy is no better than J.C. Penny. No better than Riches, than Macy's, putting up their Christmas decor on, like, October 10th. This guy's peddling his pumpkin beer probably, like, the Labor Day, beginning on Labor Day. And then he like wants, he wants to be rid of it before Thanksgiving. Good, good. Someone's got to get rid of him. Dude, first of all, if the pumpkin's still being used as a decoration up until Thanksgiving, which it, it is, then it's still pumpkin season. If the pumpkin is still being served as a food, as a dessert, it's still pumpkin season. Who wouldn't want a pumpkin beer on Christmas Day? I mean, we have pumpkin pie on Christmas Day. Who wouldn't want a pumpkin beer on Christmas Day? <laughs> uh, you know what, though? The guy's a businessman. His brewery is probably more successful than my podcast. So what do I know, man? What do I know? But it seems like we've covered this here. There's demand there's demand for the pumpkin beer when it's actually pumpkin beer time of year. But I guess everyone's just happy to fall in line and, well, I'll drink my pumpkin beer when it's still hot out in September. And then I'll have my Christmas ales. And then I'll move on to winter lagers. Everything two months ahead. That just, that's crazy. Because I actually had several pumpkin beers on Thanksgiving Day. And I was glad I did. I was glad I did. Thank you, Celeste. And while we're at it, while we're at it, you know, my folks occasionally listen to this podcast, humans. They sent in a couple of pictures and saying, hey, there's some people out there still doing, um, still doing Thanksgiving. They sent a picture of a um, Thanksgiving tree. Is a white fake Christmas tree, but then with all Thanksgiving um, ornaments on it <laughs> that they came across the other day <laughs> in a hotel lobby. Uh, and they were like, look, no war on Thanksgiving here. <laughs> and then they sent a picture of a yard they drove by where there's a nativity scene with pumpkins next to it. So, you know, some people are easing into Christmas. <laughs> So thank you for that. Not quite a listener line submission from them, but you get the picture. Now let's check in on our old pal, Pat, from Chicago, shall we? 
Sid, it's Pat from Chicago. Just listening to the latest episode right now. Um, I don't know, a few minutes in. <clears throat> You're talking about living in a post-Halloween world, how Thanksgiving, there's a war on Thanksgiving, right? And the corporations, you know, they're going from Halloween right to Christmas. They control it. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking I know the reason why this is happening. But then you said, because they can't monetize it. Um, but in my mind, I was thinking, well, Thanksgiving has turned into a polarizing holiday. You know, it's very polarizing. There's a lot of people that think, you know, it shouldn't be celebrated at all because of Columbus and indigenous people. And now they have indigenous people's day the next day. And so for me, I'm like, oh, they just stay away from it. So they're not really even doing anything about it because, you know, why would they go there? Uh, it's risky. It's too risky. But you're saying it's because they can't monetize it. And there's probably some truth to that as well. Because if they really could monetize it too well, uh, or if they were able to monetize it very well, they'd be willing to take the risk, right? Risk versus reward. A basic principle, principle of economics. Uh, interesting point. Just wanted to share mine. That's it. Okay. Hope all is well. Love you. Loved all the humans. And happy Thanksgiving. That's Pat in Chicago, everybody. And thank you, Pat. And you know, that is something we haven't talked about. I think the day after Thanksgiving nowadays, at least according to the Apple calendar, is called Native American Heritage Day. And yeah, you know, I haven't waded into these waters and I'm a little, I'm a little ill-informed. I mean, of course, we know that it's a big joke that like the pilgrims and the Native Americans that were there. Uh, first, you know, lived happily ever after and, and, you know, had this free exchange of, of food and ideas and, and came to a, a position of mutual respect. We know that's a farce, not true. And again, to go back, you know, humans, I'm often inspired by the things that are inspiring me at the moment. And if you have a chance, watch the Ken Burns, watch the newest Ken Burns about the American Buffalo, because it just shows you. Stuff that we already know, but it shows you, gosh, in graphic detail, how many times the U.S. government just reneged and reneged and reneged on treaties that it had with indigenous peoples and just screwed them over left and right. So, you know, I haven't waded into these these waters about the political climate surrounding Thanksgiving. So thank you for bringing that up, Pat. And I, I'm not too much of an expert on that. I mean, I'm, I'm ashamed of the way our government has treated indigenous peoples over the years. And, and I guess the, you know, that part of Thanksgiving, like as if some good really came from the indigenous people and the pilgrims, I think is, is one big, sad, unfortunate joke. Um, from where I stand now, I I still enjoy getting together with friends and family and having a cozy day and having the time off and being thankful for things. But that's not lost on me. But I, I don't consider myself enough of an expert on that to have um, – I mean, yeah, I guess it sucks. And we maybe can do a better job of acknowledging the indigenous people, uh, not just on Thanksgiving Day and not just the day after, but all throughout. And uh, you're right, Pat. I mean, I just think these these corporations they're they're pulling the puppet strings around here, hence the Christmas decorations up so early. Now, this wouldn't be the last time we heard from Pat. 
In fact, we heard from him just minutes later. His two messages were just minutes apart. Uh, let's hear what he has to say now. Pat from Chicago. Um, a couple things here, listening to the show live. Um, day after Thanksgiving. I like to take it off. I think it's great to take it off, and I think more companies would uh, be successful at making their employees happy if they gave them the day off, too. I think a lot of companies don't. Some do. I think it really just depends. Um, but I'm a fan of taking that day off to have a four-day weekend. That's a rare and beautiful thing, especially holiday like Thanksgiving. That's just about like kind of hanging out and eating and watching football and being with family. You don't have to worry about gifts. You don't have to worry about a lot of other stuff. So um, I think it's great. Um, and I think more employers would be, uh, better served to give it off. Anyway, that's one. Second thing, wax paper cups. Um, I'm a big fan. I have a nostalgia for wax paper cups because that's what they used to serve old style beer in at Wrigley Field. Um, and they were great. Uh, they don't serve them anymore. It's plastic only. They don't even serve old style anymore. But, um, when you get a cold beer and a wax paper cup on a hot day, what would happen is it would kind of melt. And that was hilarious because it gets super, super soft. And then it was easy to spill. And I don't know. That was just kind of the beauty of having like this really kind of imperfect cup. Um, maybe they're better for the environment. I don't know. I love them. Let's bring them back. That's it. All right. Signing out. Thank you again, Pat. That's Pat in Chicago, everybody. Now talk about talk about some fur. This is what I love about this show. Like Wrigley Field. Wow, you know what a special place. I've been once. I've been with actually uh, Chris in Chicago, who's called into this show once, and me, Pat, and Chris are friends. Uh, full disclosure here, humans. Um, and but wow, what a what a what a like. This is a guy who went to Wrigley Field when they still sold old style there. What a shame to know they don't even sell old style at the stadium anymore. And you would get old style out of a wax paper cup. <laughs> and it would melt in the hot sun and get all soft. I mean, that's just fun. But I mean, it's like, it's almost like we're, it's almost like we're watching an old movie right now. Or at least I feel like I'm watching one in my mind. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and he's talking about, because last week I was really incensed that, you know, Pepsi-Cola, they're in some hot water over, like, some exorbitant amount of, like, their branded merchandise, plastic waste has been found in, like, a specific river. And it's just like, why is McDonald's, why, why are all these companies, you order a large soda and you get this, like, permanent plastic cup? And just like, dude, there was nothing wrong with what, you know, maybe at a baseball game in the sun, it was tough, but as someone who's been to many fast food establishments, yeah, you, you're like, you're like McDonald's cup would like run a little bit on the outside. It would get kind of soft, but I never had one like fail in a reasonable amount of time in the car. You leave one in the car for like a full two days. Sure. Perhaps the bottom will get so soft that it disintegrates. Or you let a kid, like, play with the bottom. You know, I used to take a wax paper cup and I would, like, run my fingernails across the bottom and kind of make, like, you know, make the white bottom extra white. Kind of make a streak through the top. Or that you could see through the other side. 
That's me making it fail. I never had a wax paper cup fail in a car situation with a typical soda. Now, beating sun at a baseball game sounds like a different story. But nevertheless, it's got to be better for the environment. I mean, is is if if farmed responsibility, if farmed responsibly, aren't trees and paper like a renewable resource? Big if, but aren't they? Seems like they'd be better than, for the environment than plastic. Something's just going to be here forever. Like one soda, one one large McDonald's soda. How long does that cup stay with planet Earth? Longer than us? Maybe. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for the holiday cheer. So, humans, let's check in on the Hess truck, shall we? Um, Like I said, you know, Hess gas stations, they give away a truck. They don't give it away, but they have like a souvenir kind of Christmassy gift truck every year that comes out. And there's usually an ad to accompany it. And it's like, the Hess truck's back and la 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 gonna get this year. The Hess truck. Anyway, you get it. My parents got me Hess trucks a couple years in a row. And then they got me some BP ones, I guess, to continue the tradition. And, and I haven't gotten one in a long time. But I am 42 years ago. But this year's Hess truck commercial, I'm not vibing with it, humans. Let's give it a listen. For 2023, it's the Hess Police Truck and Cruiser with realistic sirens, multi-patterned lights, rotating spotlights, battering ram, and wheelie-popping action. Free shipping and Energizer batteries included. Get it now at HessToyTruck.com. A tradition each year, the Hess Truck's here. Well, humans, of course it's fun to have a holiday collectible. And of course, children love fire engines and police car toys and all that. But, and so this thing is like a big rig type truck. And then it has like, you know, inside the cargo container, this like police vehicle can drive out of it. A la Knight Rider, you know, where the, there's a little ramp and the car can drive out. And, you know, listen, all that's fine. But a police. They call it a police cruiser. This thing is like a police car that looks more like a tank. And then they advertise the battering ram. And it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's because I live in New York. And people always talk about how huge the police budget is here. And a lot of the stuff looks like military equipment. And sometimes you're like, dude, I just want to walk down the street. I just want to go see the Rockefeller tree. Why do I feel like I'm like in a freaking like military checkpoint? And, you know, the police are our neighbors. They live amongst us. We, you know, we pay to have police through our taxes. Police are, they help keep order to serve and protect. But there's just something alarming about like, hey, hey, kids, here's this police tank car. And we're really advertising the battering ram. So they can go batter down someone's home, someone's front door, you know? I mean, it just seems, I don't know. You can't just sell a regular, first of all, it's a gasoline company. So what does it have to do with the police? 
But you can't just sell a regular police car type of thing. It has to be like a tank looking thing with a battering ram. I mean, aren't we living in a world where police are like going into people's homes with the wrong home, forcing their way in and then, you know, uh, killing people? But hey, let's give our kids a uh, police tank car that we really advertise the battering ram. It's great. Anyway, humans, <laughs> one big dose of positivity for this week's episode. Uh, let me know what you think. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You know how to do it. You know how to do it by now. Record into the voice memo app on your smartphone. Hit the share button and email it to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Humans, have a great rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy the beginning of the holiday season, the Christmas season, the holidays, whatever you want to call it. And uh, let's do it again next week. See you soon. Peace and love. Peace and love.